topic is let's talk about sex some more. And I love the topic. Yes, but men cannot listen. What? Yes, as I said, men cannot listen and they cannot talk about their feelings and certainly not show them. But women, they talk so much. What do you mean? I mean, uh, we just express feelings and uh, we, can, we can think so much more than men do and uh, we are multitasking and we love companionship. Exactly, that's what I mean. What you mean? You're talking so much. Even you have to go to the toilet in pairs to talk even more. And you? You have to stand when you pee. Oh, you're jealous, huh? Yeah, you don't even hit the target. I always do. So why is the toilet yellow? Honey, it's not me. It's our, those are our sons. Okay. They are not men yet. They're still learning. Takes years. Okay, but what I don't understand is that you make a huge drama of a little sickness. You say, oh, I, I am sick when you just have catch the cold. That's not funny. It is. We are almost dying, you know. It's expression, help me. It's an expression of, I need some love, love me. I know exactly how long this need persists. Three seconds and then it's over again. At least three seconds is better than two seconds, right? Okay, that's right. You're funny. Well, so funny. Oh, thank you so much. You know, you can see uh, men and women, they are so different, you know? It's right? It we is. We think different. We're like a different galaxy of, of everything. That's right. And that's why sexuality, it's not the easy thing because two galaxies coming together and they want to be one gigantic galaxy. Come, let's move out of the bed. And um, we want to love to talk about sex and sexuality is actually not, not such an easy topic. It's easier to preach about prayer lifestyle, family, small group, Holy Spirit. But sexuality is actually a big topic. And we have to understand sexuality is actually God's design, God's plan, God's invention, God's blessing for, our, for us people. And I want to start with Genesis chapter 1, verse 27. The Bible says, So God created mankind of his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female. He created them. A very simple explanation is actually two uh, circles. Two circles stands for two different galaxies. One is the male and female. Susanna, when we were engaged, it was many, many years ago, we did actually a marriage test. You, do you remember? I do. We had 80% similarities. This is 80%. amazing. We thought we are the same. And now, years later, I think maybe you cheated. Maybe. Because it's impossible. Or maybe we just changed. No, oh. I mean, nowadays it's so clear that we are different. Men are different than women. Oh, absolutely. In verse 28, the Bible goes on. God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful, it's a command, and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. 
With other words, when the two galaxies, male and female, coming together, it's like an overlapping. And the overlapping means we have to create a culture. Culture in, in our prayer, culture in giving, culture in the church, culture in raising up the kids. But one culture to define, it's very hard, is the culture of sexuality. And often people struggling in those areas, but they never sit down and just saying, God, what is the culture? What are the values in our marriage? And we love, love to talk about some culture values we did in our marriage uh, the last 27 years. And we will go very deep tonight because we are church. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it's all, and it all starts with a mobile we had a couple weeks ago here. And we think sexuality is just the word, but it's much more than just the word. It's what is beneath. It's the four other words like life. It's about identity. It's about eroticism. It's about love. And when you are here and you're not married tonight and you're maybe single or widow or whatever your circumstances are, the encouraging thing is sexuality is not just what you see the word up, but we all can work and improve in these four areas tonight. I mean, if sex would be like something mechanic, for example, if you do those four, four things, it works very well. It's a little bit more complex. That's why in the mobile you see it's like when one word is out of balance the whole thing is shaky in its action not the blessing anymore it will turn into a curse let's start with the first word it's life what has life to do with our sexuality Susanna yeah life is never neutral because uh, no sexuality is never neutral because it creates life and therefore we have to pay attention what we do. So the last uh, couple of weeks ago, we talked about these hormones, these binding hormones that we all have and that will be put out when we hug each other or when we have sexual relationship. And also our brain adapts to the partner's brain. That's why sexuality is not also about life. And interesting enough is that 97% of the animals don't have this receptor that can take these binding hormones or even pour out these binding hormones. So they have this uh, sexual relationship with all kinds of animals. Only 3% stay together for a lifetime and especially these 3% of animals have the same hormones like we human have. When we started that message, it grabbed me actually because I never thought about I adapting a lot of things from you. And that's why sex is not neutral with the par person you have sex, you're adapting certain things from the partner. And in the end of the day, you become also a little bit like your partner. And this is a very good illustration in terms of the animal words with dogs, you know, when you see dogs, all of a sudden the dogs, they look similar like their owner, right? <laughs> This is crazy. This is, I would say, the best explanation that when we have sexual relationship, I adapting a lot of things from you. I mean, you can be... And the brain changes. This is amazing. I mean, the brain changes. We not only have uh, children when yeah. we have sex, but also um, our body, our brain changes. I just was wondering, like, for me, like, if I adapting things from you, that's yeah. a blessing for me. Oh, Thank God. It's a huge blessing. Like, you know, you know the story Beauty? Thank you for the compliment. You know the story Beauty and the Beast? Yeah. 
Yeah, don't go there. Okay, okay, we move on. We move on. I said, not who is the beauty. Um, identity is the second thing, actually. It's also very important in terms of the sex life. And what what is what what are women looking for? Yeah, we brought you a whole list of what women are looking for. For example, openness, proximity. That means closeness, understanding, reconciliation. Men who say, "I'm sorry." Loyalty, just to say that you commit to her, to me, and so on and so on. This is mainly said what women like or wish. You know, men, they look for uh, recognition. That's very important. For example, when we are together with friends and you stand up in the restaurant and say, Hey, restaurant, this is my husband. He's not even Superman. He's Spider-Man, Superman, Superwoman. He's everything in one package. That's the moment you made my day. It's like Christmas, Pentecost in one day. Uh, leadership as well, if you recognize my leadership or authority, the insight and also the relationship. Those things is a man looking for. And uh, this is very, very important because if I'm not fed, if you're not giving those things, the sex is actually not a good thing in our marriage. Yeah, that's interesting. Yes. So I was thinking about what happened the last two weeks yeah. because there I, I belong to these women that really need closeness and understanding. And Leo was away for two weeks. He was far away in South Africa there. Uh, the internet is not working so well, so he could not call at all and not hey, write ha WhatsApp. Honey, it was only 10 days. Okay. Okay. No, it's not two weeks. 10 days. It's a small, okay. you know, you know, those a small people, correction. you know, these people, Important that, for you. you know, these people that interrupt a big story for yeah. a detail. Yeah. It, he, you just showed how that works. Yeah. So anyway, no, it's, it's not he was away for 10 days, no internet or very low internet. He could not call. He could not write me SMS and so on. So we had less contact and, and, and the closeness was not so well these 10 days but also I was away for the third tour of ladies lounge I was traveling to many places like uh, Israel like uh, Netherlands like Vienna and then also Albania and uh, I experienced so many things and it and it was quite challenging also. And I wanted to share and, you know, I, I needed someone who said, you, you did a great job and, you know, I needed understanding, but I did not happen it because he was away. And um, not enough, but we are in the final phase of selling the house. He was away. I had some questions. Um, how are we going to do that? And, and can, will you be able to do this? Like, and, and how should I uh, make decisions? And I called several times, he could not reach the phone, and then um, I was up and did not get any message back. So you see my problem. But what I only get got was, he was up me and he said, honey, I have a great idea. From the 1st to the 24th of December, we will do um, a sex advent calendar. So everyone can bring his wishes and then uh, we have a great time. So you know what? 
I did not feel loved at all. An amazing during, idea. During, yeah, amazing idea. During these days, I did not feel loved at all. And that's why the first reaction of me was not, oh, what a great idea. But my first re reaction was, I wanted to tell him, you know, I have other problems right now. You better would help me to reduce my to-do list than bring another to-do list. And... Before I realized, I found myself in that complicated name. We brought a picture. In that circle. In that vicious circle of matrimonial insanity. So this is like that. If I feel not loved, then a woman reacts without respect. And then he reacts without love. And this is exactly what I experienced because I did not feel love. That's why I wanted um, to react without respect. But what happened when I act without respect, men do not conquer with words, but they build walls, in invisible walls. And then I would feel more unloved, even more unloved. So this is a bad circle that can happen in marriage. That's the moment you think I'm right, you're wrong, and I think I'm right, you're wrong, and we are married and both are wrong. All right. I have a Bible verse for you, Susanna. Not, not a word of wisdom, a Bible verse. In Ephesians chapter 5, verse 33, however, 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 honey, each of one you also must love his wife as he loves himself. And the wife, that's you, must respect her husband. Here are two things, love and respect. The job of a woman is to respect the husband, right? And my job as a husband is to love you. And this is a very important thing right now here. We want to teach you something. Because when Susanna told me that story out of her angle, I felt like a victim because I was away in Africa in the jungle. I am a victim. There were no Wi-Fi connection. There were all elephants and giraffes and no Wi-Fi connection. And when I, when I was there, I was just thinking about our marriage. I was just thinking how can we be together in a strong season of December, you know. And I was praying and I came up with this idea because last year we did the 24 advanced calendar with some Bible verses and I loved it because we encourage each other every day with a Bible verse and a year before I wrote down some compliments, 24 compliments and you wrote back 24 compliments and we did the sex things three years ago and I think every three years is good to do the, the good things, you know and I just felt, hey, I'm now 50 years old and I'm still in the mood to have sex with you 24 days. And I just thought, why are you complaining? Why are you yelling? Why are you so mad? Why? Be happy if, if I'm not coming up with the, in the hashtag Jesus series with this idea because that will be 40 days. <laughs> it's only 24 days, you know? And when she said that to me, really, you know, it, 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 it hurt me in the, in the first place. And here is the thing. When I showed you the text message, you just read the first part. That's right. 24 days sex. Yeah. But there was a second part, and this was even the most important part, because I know you are a prayer woman. You love to pray. You love to pray together, listening to the Holy Spirit. And I wrote down, let's pray for 24 um, topics for our family. 
And then we will pray together and then we have a moment where we listen to the Holy Spirit and then we write down the prophetic words for those 24 topics. And then a year later we will look back, has God answered that prayer request, yes or no? And you were stuck just in the sex thing. Yeah, and, and as you I see, and as you myself, see, misunderstanding in marriage is just around the corner. It just waits around the corner. But what we can do and what we can change if we speak about disappointments, if we speak about the wishes we have, if we speak about it in marriage, and this is not an easy thing to speak, to, to just uh, make it a topic. Now, why could we really, really be angry and you could be angry with me and we have both have some reasons, you know? You know what happens then? You make a small thing big and the devil sneaks in and you are game over. And here's a circle in a godly way and I love that circle because my job as a pastor or a husband is to love you. And love means is, is I have to understand what is for you love. What are those things you are feeling so loved? And then if you feel loved, you will respect me. And you have to understand what is respect for me. It's for every person something different. You know, here's the thing. And if I feel respect, I will love you again and you love me. And that's the whole circle. And you have to break the circle in a godly way. And that's very important for me. We have to talk with each other, sit down and ask the question, what does love mean for you? Or what does respect love for you? And the most friendship and marriages, they are falling apart because they're not talking about their sex life. They're talking about money, they're talking about dreams and visions, but never about sexuality. Let's go to, to the point third. number three. Yes, it's this is all about love. And there, the question is, do I look what I need or am I able to think of what my partner needs, what my, my opposite needs. And this makes a difference. If I just think, oh, what he can give me and I just see my point of view or am I able to look what others need? You know, we had a season in our marriage where we sat down in three, three, in three months, not, not every day, but now and then, uh, we sat down and we, we spoke about our sexuality. And I had a list, and that's not my list. People always ask me, is this, is this your list? And I just I want to bring you a big list on the screen with some uh, words and ideas. It's not a theological list. <laughs> it's just a list. And that list can help you to talk about things you have never talked before. And we sat down in a restaurant and we asked ourselves the question, what does love mean for you? What, 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 what is the moment when you feel loved so well? And I tell you, this is one of the hardest thing ever. Because when you talk open about your, your desires, you are very vulnerable. You are very vulnerable because you have no clue how does the, the opposite reacting. And that's very a hard thing. And Susanna, what is your love wish in your life? What is the thing you say, if I do this, you feel very, very loved? Yeah, and here is important again. We think sex that just works. It just happened. It's easy to do. But when we think of that sexuality has these four things beneath, then all can work on that one. All can improve in love, in identity, in life, in eroticism. We come back later. And um, we can learn to 
think of what do I really wish, what do I really need for, this is not that easy. When he asked me that question, I was thinking, hmm, I did not just come up with, with a thought. I had to think of. And so for me, what I really wish, oh. Good. I, I wish hugs. I really love when he hugs me, when you hug me. Free hugs. Free hugs. Yeah, a hug is always thought, not only one but several hugs. I always thought sex is like hugs, until she told me you it's, it's the not same. the same thing. Uh, let, let, let's let's play this. Every morning when I go out of the house or when I came home, whatever, I hug you all the time and kiss you. And this is my style. Just watch and learn. I will come. Hi, babe. I love you. You know, he's finished in just three seconds, but I need some more. I, I need it longer, but he doesn't like it. And then Joseph said, hey, this is only one second. I said, yeah, but this is hug enough, you know. And now I had to learn, I had to learn, because I'm not a big hugger. I'm, I'm not a big hugger. That's not, that's not my, my, my anointing. It's not my gift. It's not my, my sweet spot. It's not my calling, you know. And I had to learn. When I come home, I said, Leo, hug, 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 hug. I hug you, come. I give you a kiss, then I count one, three, four, and then, ah, oh, come on, there is enough. And be honest, I, I learned just to give you the love, you, yeah. it's very important for you, because if I don't hug you, you don't feel loved, and then it's our sex life, a mess, a really mess, mechanically mess, everything is a mess. For me, my wish is very simple, sex, Never comes the word withdraw. So, never withdraw. That means for me, uh, because you have been in the ladies' season, ladies' conference, that means almost four to five weeks you are in a ladies' lounge tunnel. Tunnel. And when we have sex, I don't want to have sex with the ladies' lounge conference. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Because you are in the, in the programming, the preaching, and Vienna, and Netherlands, and I think, hey, babe, I am here. And I said, you have two conferences. One is the ladies' lounge conference, and the second is I am the conference. <laughs> and that's like the word. Meeting with Leo. Word you understand, and yes. that's very important for me because I don't want to don't, don't sleep with the ladies' lounge conference, you know? And this is for you very important in those seasons when you have the ladies' conference thing. Uh, of course, I respect you. I, I, I will give you a lot of hugs, but I need also this, you know. And this is, we have to talk about it, you know. And you see, it's so important that we talk about our wishes also in a time where the tense is, is quite normal in a neutral phase, not then when, when we are stressed or not then when we just wish that thing. But when we can talk about in a neutral phase while we have dinner or something like that, and we really have to train that. And this is our point we want to yeah. share with you. We need to talk with our partner about our wishes, about sexuality, about our feelings. We need to talk about uh, you that. You know what is often a challenge when, when, when sex never draw? Often people think you are a sex monster. You are perverse. No, I have that drive, a God-given drive. And my wife is important for my wife just to expect that and say, okay, this is a gift from God and I'm not a monster. 
I just love you, I married you, and I believe sex is something very, very beautiful. And it's a wish, and we can find a way to just meet each other. Find a way to win. In 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 5, and this is a very difficult Bible verse. Often that Bible verse has been misused in terms of sexuality. But I want to underline one word. Do not deprive each other except perhaps by mutual consent and for a time so that you may devote yourself to prayer. Then come together again so that Satan will not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. With other words, that Bible verse is saying you have to talk with each other. Talk with each other in terms of your love and sex wishes. And it's about talking. It's not about, I command you, you have to because it's the Bible. It's talk with each other. It's a very important thing. Let's go into the last point, Susanna. The last point you is... You pronounced that word amazing. Yeah, I, I try my best. The last one is eroticism. And um, there the question is, do I look what others can give me? Uh, do I look about that they can feel my loneliness or just that I'm have a partner or am I able to think of what others need? And there also, again, it's about a wish list. In Proverbs chapter 5, verse 18 and 19, and this is a beautiful Bible verse, may your fountain be blessed and may you rejoice in the wife of your youth, a loving do, a graceful dear. May your breast satisfy you always. May you ever be intoxicated with her love. It's a beautiful Bible verse, right? It is. I love the Bible, especially the Old Testament. This is amazing. You know, I wrote down five things. It could be for you like a tender touch, an attractive outfit, imitate conversation, compliments, or total devotion. And Susanna, when we go back to the blackboard, again, my question is, what is your specific list in your personal life? So what I really like is when you have taken a shower and when you shaved, that I feel really... Um, good. good. Shower. Shower. It was a hot summer. There was no, almost no water. Shower anymore. and shave. Shave, yeah. When you are shaved. Mm -hmm. This is my list of eroticism. Wow. Well, um, we have some pictures actually. Yeah. On the screen. That's right. <laughs> I brought you the opposite picture. Can you see? When he has, uh, when he comes home from a Harley trip for 12 hours uh, on a Harley, then he's black, not his hair is black, but it's from the dust and from the dirt of the street. And then this does not attract me. I am attracted when you have shaved and when you smell good, when you take a shower. So this is what... You have it's to on my list. You have to understand on the, the, the days of John Wayne, he had a horse, I have a Harley Davidson. Coming home after 12 hours, climbing mountains, it's the dirt street, the kilometers, and I feel John Wayne is coming home and you're saying to me, I don't like it. That's very hard, I mean. For and what me, about your list? Yeah, it's very easy. Uh, uh, I, brought, I brought a picture here. Uh, it's very simple, a lot of, because global warming has started already. This is uh, actually a good picture to prove. And for me, to be honest, uh, underwear, it's very important for me. Underwear, yeah? Underwear, right? Underwear. Underwear. 
Yeah, very important for me. I mean, I'm simple because I believe in simplicity. Simplicity. I'm simple. No, when we married, remember when we married. Let's let's be honest for a moment. You you had your underwear were just warm and practical. Practical. And I said, honey, I don't like them. Can you exchange them by new ones? And you said, yeah. And you did nothing. And I get so angry. I. I I could yeah. hear him, but not understand. Yeah. I get so angry and I, 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 I smashed your underwear from the fourth floor. From the Outside. From the window. It's not a joke, actually. And our neighbor was downstairs and she saw flying underwear. <laughs> and she grabbed all the underwear and she saw it's coming from the fourth floor. She grabbed all them, came back to the fourth floor and said, you lost something. <laughs> and I tell you, it was a nightmare for me. Yeah. And I said, honey, Don't do this ever to me again. And this was actually a lesson for me and for you. And from that moment on, you understood. You don't have to buy the underwear. I buy it for you. I buy it for you. That's right. Very amazing. <laughs> it's very important. She said, oh, bought new underwear. I said, no, you don't understand. It's my job. So, and we said a lot of things today and maybe uh, you felt like um, provoked on certain words or provoked on certain things we said and uh, don't get stuck there but just ask the Holy Spirit if he maybe wants to show you something because it, it, it stirs up something inside of you and this is this might be the, the point that the Holy Spirit wants to show you and to help you and take it as a chance this is what we want to We would love in, clo in closing in James chapter 4 verse 2 and it's a beautiful Bible verse for every area of our lives you do not have because you do not ask God if we ask God he will give it unto us and I believe we can ask God for a new level of sexuality I believe this from the bottom of my heart because we pray for more money for a provision for a new job for friendship for the small group that our neighbor got saved but we can also pray together for a new level of sexuality and I know when we talk about those topics not everyone here is married some people engaged some people are single some people you experience bad things in your life and what I would love to do in the next couple of minutes I want to just be quiet in the presence of the Holy Spirit, I believe He ministered to you and He can talk to you, He can heal your heart, maybe your past and give you a new level of sexuality. Could we close our eyes for a moment? And thank you Holy Spirit, you are here. I'm so thankful and I'm so happy that God's sexuality is your idea, it's your invention, it's your gift to human beings and we are not animals you have created us for one wife and one husband and it's really true I need a miracle in my life you see my sex drive you know my longings and desires you know, God you know everything And I have asked you for so many areas for a breakthrough. And tonight I want to ask you again for a miracle for my sexuality. And Holy Spirit, you see these words that provoke me. You see these sentences, these situations that provoke me. 
and I don't want to push them away, but just stay there and ask you to help me, to heal me in these areas, to show me what's the matter, to show me what's beneath, so I can be healed and set free. Every one of us, we have our own story, our journey. But what I love about God is with us. He never leaves us here. He will never forsake us. And He's the one of signs and miracles. I want to be quiet for a moment in the presence of God Almighty. And I believe that the Holy Spirit speaks to His church. And we are able to listen, to understand His whispering voice right now. I mean, when I was on the Harley in South Africa, I heard really that idea for me came out of a prayer moment. Fresh ideas and new beginnings, forgiveness and healings. Let's be quiet for a moment and you can also share your heart to Christ right now. Maybe you're desperate, you're longing, you are in a mess, or you experience really, really bad things. And that's actually maybe a painful topic for you. Or it's maybe a topic you always feel ashamed. Or you feel always, I'm perverse, I'm a monster. No, God lives in you, you're not a monster. You're a man and a woman of God. Let's be quiet for a moment in the presence of the Holy Spirit. And I also ask you, Holy Spirit, that you go through the rules and change the point of view. As I saw only the to-do list on this Advent calendar, when you changed my point of view, I all of a sudden could see that I could bring my wishes 24 times and that I am heard. And this is such a difference, um, such a change. And Holy Spirit, I ask you to change the point of view where people in here are stuck with just one, one way to see things. is somehow stuck and that's why I love Jesus he is here now here now
I will trust your sovereignty when there is no clarity because I can't sit forever in my disappointment and pain. I'm going to stand. Fear loves to limit you. Fear loves to keep you where you are. Fear wants you to do what you have always done and never do anything else. Fear wants to shackle your potential and fear always wants to limit you. The Word of God has a power in it like nothing else. Jesus, I'm afraid. Jesus, let's do it. And there are moments when you are in a ladder, when you are facing an area where you're super afraid. Pray, grab, hold, and please don't give up. Oh.